Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Living in the Moment and happy June, everybody. Super quick. Has anyone seen May? Because it seems to just go missing this year. Now, on this lovely, sunny June day, we are joined by Amanda. Amanda wears several hats around here. She is a moment maker with Serta Pro and California Closets. She is a team lead with Serta Pro and California Closets. And she has just recently become one of our real-time coordinators on our workforce optimization team. She has her hand in all of the buckets, and that is where she is happiest. We get to know Amanda even more and how much she loves to help people. We've heard it so many times before, but if it's been said before, then it must be true. We just love to help people. Without further ado, let's celebrate Amanda's journey. Oh, what a week. (laughs) You're telling me. (laughs) If not... If someone had told me that we'd be launching a store, a social purpose initiative, and also be doing six brand newsletters in one week while I took two days vacation, I probably would have (laughs) just uh, run away. (laughs) Thank goodness it's Friday. We've made it though. (laughs) I know. I sent, (laughs) I sent Ramey a message and said, welcome to the ultimate. We made it Friday. (laughs) Nice. Well done. <laughs> we were definitely in question for the past couple of days. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like there's been so many highs, so many lows, like it's been up and down and all over. It's kept us on our toes. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Yes. I am. So I have another request for speaking of like, not overwhelming, but I have another request for the care boutique shorts. Okay. <laughs> shorts. Okay. Like exactly like the men's trunks, but in mm-hmm. short version. I we're gonna check in real time if that's even a thing. I think it like men's shorts. I know are. Oh, it's oh. see, shorts. Um. Oh, <laughs> what am I talking about? We've got all the shorts. Yes. <laughs> I do, I do have it on my list, sneak peek listeners as well. I do have it on my list to make um, a summer collection. So. Oh, nice. Yes. I guess technically we're technically not in the summer yet, are we? No, sweetie. We've got like three months still. (laughs) We're not even in summer and we've got 20 days till summer just under that. And uh, that's true. And we've still got two months after that. So. Perfect. Lots of times for shorts. Yeah, exactly. But now we can do like yoga shorts. We can do bike shorts. We can do athletic shorts. We can do short shorts. Oh, all the shorts. I I think I'm going to start opening up like a, a comment section oh, on the right. site for people to say, hey, I want this because are the messages are getting a little overwhelming. Oh, okay. So you're already getting them. I'd rather a form just be sent to my email than like manage 10 different conversations. (laughs) Yes. No, good point. Good point. Yeah. It's, it's been an experience. It's, uh, I, yeah, no, it's, I am so proud of you for that store. So proud. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I, I learned the true 
meaning of procrastination. Like I I've always been the type that I can put stuff off because I do better under pressure. So I can't, I can't start something with three weeks notice. I have to do it the week of, because I know that I'll perform that way. This was not one of those times. And that's what I learned. Like I, I've severely underestimated the time commitment. Yeah. And so I just, yeah. So I just kept saying, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I've got time. I've got time. And then I ran out of time. Yeah. And um, my, when I, pre- my previous job before working at, um, TLS here, um, we had an online store and so I had no part in it, but, um, speaking with my coworker, I like saw all the changes she would have to do and go through. I'm like, Oh, this change affects is this, this change affects this. Right. Yep. I think for the time being, like there's still, I wanted to get it launched for the first that it went with our social purpose launch. So that was the big rush. Um, so it's functioning, it's stable, (laughs) it's on its feet, but there's still tweaks that, um, I need to do in the next few days to make it like really what I want it to be. So, and you know what? The great thing is it's a store. There's always tweaks in stores. Exactly. There's, there's going to be more to add. Like it's going to be so overwhelming. Okay. Actually, I said this to Lori this morning. I had so much fun making it and putting the products in at no point. Did I consider the fact that shopping in it would be like Sophie's choice. I can't (laughs) pick like I, (laughs) I just put my own order through this morning and the way that it adds up. Oh my God. I'm going through it. I'm like, I, I want the phone case so bad, but I prefer phone cases that I can keep my cards in. So I know that I won't use the phone case, (laughs) but I want the phone case and I want every, I have, I have this gigantic mouse pad in my home office and the office, like at the office, it's a, it's like a big desk wide one. So that's my mouse pad. I want a mouse pad though, but I won't use it. And this is my problem. I can't choose. (laughs) I was re- when I placed my order, I was like, okay, be good, Amanda, be good. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll start here. And this is my wish list. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to Miriam too. And I said, I'm going to have to budget like a hundred bucks a month just to oh, keep topping up. Yeah. <laughs> just know that in this 30 day period, you have a hundred dollars and this hundred dollars done. That's your limit. <laughs> I'm also going to need to buy more hangers. <laughs> well, there's a sto- there's California clauses for that. Oh my goodness. I'm going to need a custom storage solution soon. <laughs> You're right. We'll connect it for, for your needs from the care boutique. Please visit or for storage needs from your, from the care boutique, uh, care bu- boutique, please visit California closets. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. We're going to somehow get, we can, we can intertwine this with every brand. Yeah. This will work. Oh yes. We're off to start. Well, (laughs) and then they'll need so much. So once you've got the storage um, solution, you're going to need someone to paint your, of course, the area, right? Because Cal doesn't do that. They just do the organization. So then you've got your painters needs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then you, you will need I knock on what it doesn't happen, but we may need some restoration if anything goes wrong. 
I was thinking like if you get overwhelmed and there's too much that you've purchased from the care boutique and the system collapses or it breaks through the floor, then yes, you need to reach out to first on site or Paul Davis. <laughs> Very true. Yes. And then I guess, I guess, cause you like your closet needs to be pretty inside and out. So you could always power wash the exterior walls and call magic bubbles. This is assuming that your care boutique closet is actually in Florida or Utah. <laughs> Yes. In Texas. <laughs> Welcoming everyone in to see your collection. <laughs> you got to look make- Exactly. <laughs> yeah. To welcome all visitors, the outside needs to look nice too. We got there. <laughs> we did it. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so speaking of um, your previous employment, not too yes. much because we, we keep you here all, all to ourselves, but... You're not a stranger to the podcast. We've had you a while ago, back in its inception days. Yeah. yeah. When- you were on our third episode. That would was- have been like October. It was so th- long ago. Was it the third episode, really? Yeah. It was you and Cass. That was, wow. Yeah, it was. Oh my and gosh. Now, and now we're over 30 episodes. We've like, we've, we've gained our subscribers. Thank you to all the subscribers. Um, but I want to dive more into you because when we talked with you and Cass, it was more so, um, it was, it was really around customer service, not so much you specifically. So this get prepared to talk about yourself because we're going to start with, I want to know everything about your journey up until now. Oh, geez. I know. So it's all thanks to the pandemic. Um, The previous job I had before working with TLS was um, at a company that did solutions for um, security, um, emissions. um, Like when you go to a festival, you would get a wristband. And, you know, access to certain areas um, for the festival, uh, the event. So I was a sales representative for that company and great, great opportunity. Um, The people I got to speak to, like you were reaching out to um, major league uh, sports teams, um, like venues across North across the world because we were able to have the ability um, to uh, work with different um, countries. The only downside was the management. So that was it. That was the only downside. And it hurts me to this day still um, because it was a great opportunity. But then the pandemic was kind of my way out. So um, we went to the lockdowns and I'm like, nope, I I can't do that. It's um, I I was I have anxiety to begin with. So when the pandemic hit and this new virus came out, no one knew anything about it. It was like, nope, I'm I can't go out. I'm not leaving home. So um, that happened. And then the lockdown. So I was placed on a leave and. Then when the reality became that everyone would be working from home and remote positions would 
remote positions for companies across the country were opening up, I began to look. Mm -hmm. So TLS was one of them. I applied. And then in the meantime, what held me back was that um, it was a contract position. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep it in mind. And then um, reached out to another company, started working with them, but it was more tech support. Okay. I was like, no way. I, I didn't realize it was tech support. So I'm like, I'll give this a try. See how it goes. I am not a tech person at all. Not <laughs> at all. So that was fine. <laughs> Went with it for the training, did a week. And I'm like, nope, this isn't, this isn't it. So I ended up calling Barb back and be like, okay, what's the chances of, you know, extending the contract? You know, what do you have to do? You know, what's the potential there? So she goes, well, you just do your best and see where it takes you and is based on your metrics and your results. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. It went for the interview, got through, got accepted to TLS and then was a moment maker on Certa Pro Painters. I'm like, I have previous call experience as well. So I'm like, oh, this is a piece of cake, uh, you know, scheduling estimates, dealing with um, complaints, you know, people reaching out, looking to get an idea and an update on when their production will be scheduled. Because my previous call experience was roadside assistance. Total opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah. So that happened. I'm like, I'm comfortable talking to people on the phone for, um, you know, even with that previous call experience. And then um, my last job I had to make um, at the wristband company, I had to make calls out to, you know, get customers. So I'm like, if it's inbound and it's scheduling painting estimates, I've got this. So I remember Allison was training me and I'm like, yes, this is awesome. This is, I can do this. This is great. So that was kind of what led me here. And I'm still here today and now was blended with our other uh, brand, one of our other brands, uh, California Closets, and now um, promoted to a team lead for uh, Cal mostly, but still providing support to um, Certa Pro Painters and now even uh, part of our leadership team as a real-time coordinator. And uh, it's been a, a ride and, and join in looking for continuing it. You're just doing it all. Doing it all. Little bits and pieces <laughs> all over. And that's what I like to is, you know, helping everyone out, um, you know, getting to know the whole side, like the whole parts of the business to get a better understanding and see, you know, this one part, if you handle it this way, does affect this part. And yes. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed the same when I, in my um, transition, I guess, from maker to team lead to now here is like, yeah. you pull, you pull back the curtain a little bit more and suddenly things start to make sense. And you're like, ah, all right. I that's why that decision was made. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Well, if you had to pick, this is going to be hard for you, I know. If you had to pick one 
position throughout TLS moment maker team lead or now real-time coordinator, which is your favorite task or responsibilities? That is a hard one. Um, I'm going to say, because I'm still new at the real-time coordinator position and, you know, gain a better understanding of it. I'm going to say my favorite position right now or favorite position with my time at TLS so far has been the TL position. Um, The reason being is because it gives you a a more of an inside look into the brand, understanding of the decisions that were made. But I love the opportunity to still help and supporting our moment makers. You know, when they reach out with those questions about, oh, how do I handle this situation? Or they're looking for some feedback on a conversation or interaction that they had you know, being able to provide that them, uh, being able to provide that to them and, um, you know, being that support and being helpful to them and, you know, realizing that I reached out or, or provided something to make someone even to help them and make them even better in future interactions is guess what is what I am trying to say, I guess. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It's your purpose or it's where you can find purpose because you get to better them. And in turn, it, it's kind of, you get the best of both worlds because as a moment maker, you get to have the control over providing the best customer service. As a team lead, you get to have the control over helping someone else provide the best customer service. And it's like that little domino effect. I love that. Exactly. And then when you're listening to the interactions and you, um, see that the support that you provide or you know that timbit of information and feedback that you provide to the moment maker and see them use it on if that interaction later on down the road is like yes yes i i've never thought of that and i i think of it in the opposite way because i remember when i was first trained i spent three full days with Seamus and shadowing him and hearing his calls I noticed that as I was getting used to taking my own calls and running through my own interactions, I would implement little things that he did because they just made sense or it was a great example by him. And so therefore it transferred into my, I've never thought of the influence side of it and how it does change the experience. Yep. Practicing continuous improvement, as I like to say. Boom. Done. (laughs) I, I have put that because I've been sourcing feedback for a bunch of people. The amount of times that I have used that, we just want to practice continuous improvement. (laughs) There's no other way of saying it. (laughs) No, that's what we want. In the interest of practicing continuous improvement, let me know how we did. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Um, Oh, I had another. Oh, yes. Okay. Back to this whole roadside assistance. One question. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how does this come about? What were the responsibilities? What were you doing? So it was a call center. And okay. this was ah, way back in the day. I had started working uh, for the Canadian Target. And then when they decided to close the doors, I needed another position. Yeah. 
Oh, that was a tough one. I know. I know. I remember talking to Zeller's employees at the time that Target was coming in and they're and we're like, oh, are you being transitioned over? Nope. Need to reapply basically for Target. And then that lasted, what was it, six months? How long was Target here? So I wasn't with them at the beginning when they first opened, but I know the store I worked at they did have quite a few tra- uh, employees transition over from uh, Zellers to Target. So that okay. was great to hear. Um, and I had, I was with them for a year, a year. Cause I think I did, no, maybe it was, no, it was more than that. Because I remember doing two Black Fridays. Oh, wow. Okay. So I guess it was a substantial amount of time. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the end result, unfortunately, was... Fair. Yep. So then you needed a new job. New job. And so I don't know what made me think of it, but I ended up applying to this call center and went in and did the interview and got accepted for the position and went with it. And then, so it was for roadside assistance all across North America. It was inbound. Okay. So you're kind of like dispatch. Yes, exactly. Okay. So when they were on the side of the road with a flat tire, keys locked out, battery not starting, we would look into coverage, um, see that they were covered, and then um, send out a provider. So I don't know to this day how I still did it because with my anxiety and some of the people calling in, I guess what happened and you know what makes me proud of that experience that I had there was that I overcame my anxiety controlling me and focused on helping the people and so yeah was your anxiety was it triggered by like people in distress I think that would overwhelm me you know what I mean like I had to begin with it's just like someone you know very, they would be very irate, upset because the, the situation that they're in, right? And I guess it, I didn't allow that to affect me, which I'm really surprised it didn't. So um, I worked with them for quite some, a, ye, a year or so. And that's when I found my position as the sales rep at um, the wristband company. And then the pandemic hit. So, yeah. So then you were a big part of our, we call them the storm storm trooper team now, but helping out the Paul Davis team in Texas in the Texas February freeze. Freeze, yes. Well, as you started talking about the roadside assistance position, I was thinking that that must have made you a perfect fit for for assisting with dispatch on Paul Davis. But then you mentioned the anxiety of people being irate and frustrated. So was that triggered with Texas or how or was it better? I was okay with it. Yes, because I was providing additional support. I wasn't like a main moment maker for the Texas freeze. I was just reaching out and saying, hey, you know, 
we did receive your request. You know, it has been sent off to the provider. Um, and we had a script that was. Um, so you're a little provided. bit more removed from it, basically. Exactly. But still, though, some of those experiences or talking to some of the customers um, living in hotel rooms, they like their places were. Well, because it froze and then thawed and the mold that was created from that. I know. I couldn't imagine it. I had like the fastest crash course in I'm not going to say empathy because not to sound conceited, but like, I think I'm an empathetic person, but there was one call that will always stick with me because we were running through the system. The woman was very frantic. Like I think she was in the middle of basically moving everything um, or relocating, or she was definitely driving at the time. And she said that she couldn't take down the phone number because she was driving. And I said, no problem. I can um, email or text it to you. And or no, we couldn't text the time. I said, I can email it to you. And she got very frustrated just saying like, I, I don't have a laptop. I don't have internet. I've lost everything. I don't have an email right now. And I, I understand her frustration is not with me like that. That's, that wasn't it, but it just, it was this moment of like rechecking myself to realize it, it's not a standard time. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And, and that level of understanding that w- what we think is so simple, such as just sending a customer an email, not at all simple, but yeah. it's, it's entirely different experience for them. And um, yeah, that's the, that's the benefit. And it's like double-edged sword of working with customers in distress for sure. Yeah. So that's why, like I said, when I came in, um, to TLS and start off with Serta Pro, and it's a, a different experience completely because they're reaching out to you for a positive because a new home being painted, a new nursery being painted, you know, changing their bedroom into a home office for their like first job or you know some sort of like Event. accomplishment. Yeah. Right. Whereas Paul Davis and first on site, it's something that they've had that's been taken away from them. And so it's, yeah, I, you know, it takes a special person to be on those brands. That's for sure. And, you know, to understand the full severity of the situation and just the realization of what you're doing for them and helping it's yeah, it's kudos to those kudos to those brands. Yeah. I think that's what, I think that's the perfect mindset to sum it up is it's, it may be doom and gloom. You hear a lot of unfortunate things, Mm -hmm. but it's reframing it to know that you are, you have a hand in the positive because that's what the company is, is restoration. And you have a part in restoring this person's life. It may not be the same. and, And they hopefully at that point recognize that there's going to be some differences and it's going to be a journey to get there, but you're a part of it. And that's really cool. You're the start of that. And that's a great way of playing it too, Alicia, is that it's the start of their rebuilding. So I guess there's a positive for that is that they're restarting and it's like a rebirth of their life basically. Yes. Right. And then it, like you said, it won't be the same, 
But you know what? Things happen for a reason. And it could be something amazing that they create after that once the restoration is completed. Absolutely. I love it. And then they need something painted. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, then right? they, and then they need the storage solution for the for the care petite clothes. We're full circle. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you've had um, one of the, I'd say more unique journeys because we, we do see at least of our team leads, they started as moment makers. And and that's kind of that typical journey of you go moment maker to team lead. And now you've cracked into this part-time leadership too. So you're getting the best of every world. What would you say is the key to that success that you've had so far? Be engaged. Be involved and listen to the feedback that's provided to you from your management. Um, You know, Anna, Miriam, they take the time to provide you with the metrics, to meet with you, um, you know, provide feedback. And if you take that and again, practicing that continuous improvement, um, take that feedback and use it and, you know, show that you're looking to improve let your mentor or let your management, let your mentors, let your team leads know that, you know, this is what I want to accomplish. These are my goals here working with TLS. Um, those are the, the big things to get you um, up the ladder, I guess is a, a good way. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a hybrid. I'm a, a unique situation here being part-time leadership, part-time team lead moment maker. <laughs> <laughs> but you're nailing it. I love it. Well, I, I love it. I'm, I'm jealous of you in that sense, because like, I, I miss being in that team lead role or having that direct impact for sure. I mean, I love everything that I get to do and I don't think at any point could I do both, but, um, I think you have a pretty kick-ass situation going for you. That's really cool. Thank you. I think so too. And it's helpful too, because it's like that full circle that I'm still providing um, the support and, you know, actively involved with the moment makers and then can take those ideas to the leadership and then have it see its impact. We've got a little insider information happening over here. Look at you though. (laughs) No, that's perfect. And and I, I, I remember like when I came into my role on leadership, I had that same thing where where I was just like, throw me in the ring, use me for the perspective because yes, I am fresh off the floor. And I love that now with you and Allison and, and you've still got even like me, Becky and, and Anna, especially were the more, I think, recent off the floor, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really nice to have that perspective because 90% of what we are is our front line. So it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing that majority of our leadership does come from the front line. So we all have yes. that, yes. Um, that awareness and that experience, but it's really nice to have like fresh out of it. And in your case, still in it to be able to just throw up that sign of like, this is, this is the issue. This is what we need to talk about. This is what we're experiencing. It's really cool. I'm here for you moment makers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, you are. <laughs> Takes one to know one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and no. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm kind of that middle person. So moment makers on the right, leadership on the left, or yes, on the left, and Amanda's in the middle. <laughs> I love it. Don't get stuck in the middle, but I, no. I, I get what you're saying. I love it. I'm the connection. Yes. Perfect. And speaking of being a moment maker, what does being a moment maker mean to you? Oh, a moment maker. And uh, I was listening back to some of the podcasts and celebrating some of the journeys from our other moment makers. And uh, you know what? It, It comes back to that customer service. And I really liked how Emma said that, you know, it's customer service, but a moment maker is focused on the here, the now in that situation. Um, and I think that's truly what a moment maker is as well, is that focus in the moment, that one customer providing all the support that you can, listening, engaging in their situation and actively like actively listening to their situation and helping them come to the result that they're looking for. Um, to get resolved, you know, whether it might be having a consultation for a closet design, whether it be painting the exterior of their home, um, you know, whether it be getting that service provider out there to get that mitigation taken care of and, you know, get some resemblance of um, a normal life back, but helping and providing all that you can do is what a moment maker is to me. I love that. Literally engaging in the moment. Engaging in the moment. And living in the moment again. Mm-hmm. Anything I can do to bring that back. <laughs> it's it's so funny though. I hear so many people, this is gonna sound bad, but I hear like, oh yeah, I listen to the podcast, but never know if they actually did. You really listen to the podcast. It was all in preparation for this today, too. I <laughs> I'll be honest. I I will be honest. I do have some catch-up. Um but <laughs> that's fine. Each each podcast I absolutely enjoy listening to. And um, because right now most of us are still working remotely and we have the workforce, you know, building um, from different regions and areas, it, it gives you that more of a connection to the moment makers as well, too. And, you know, gives you me an opportunity to reach out and say, hey, you know, um, how is that? Um, like, I have to reach out to Miriam because I was listening to that podcast and her dad meeting his best friend from 25 years. I have to see if that's right. happened. I haven't had that update. So like th- things like that gives you that connection and uh, the personal connection. Yeah. Which, and I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, the selfish reason of why I started doing these celebrate your journeys is because I just, I, like I had said, I'm now far removed from that team lead side. So I'm not yeah. really in it with the moment makers. So I started this or at least this series so that I could still be involved and still get to know. Cause that was my favorite part is being able to have those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that day-to-day opportunity anymore. So it's so interesting that ev- like every single person I've talked to has the not weirdest, but the most unique backstory. Like we've got a tattoo artist, we've got a physical trainer, we've got a a physiotherapist, we've got um, a reflexologist, we've got a yoga teacher. Like there's so many different 
spiritual healer. I think that was one too. Like there's just a ton of different backstories or passions that all come into, we all want to help each other. That's all all it comes. Yeah. It's, it all comes down to that. And it, it's, we've all been connected by our one common passion of helping people. I think that's coming back to that question of, you know, what a moment maker is, it's helping people. And I think that was, brings us all together here at TLS, no matter if we're um, physically connected as like working in the office uh, and the in-office crew, or if we're working remote and just reaching out by chat. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that I have my entire life set because between the life coaches, (laughs) between the therapists, between there's a nutritionist, like we've got connections to just really live our best lives. (laughs) Yeah. There's something for everyone. Like, and if you need it, we've got it here at TLS. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Skillet. (laughs) (laughs) What excites you? This is going to be a big question for you because you're a bundle of energy. And that's another question, a two-parter. Okay. One, what excites you to come to work? And two, how do you stay this positive? Like, how are you not drained half the time? Because all you are is sunshine. Um, what excites me to come to work is, I'm going to say the moment makers. It's, that's what it is. And just, you don't know what you're going to get that day. Um, you know, whether it be from Earl posting his, uh, factoid and, uh, for the animal of the week in our, uh, Cal group chats, or, you know, whether it might be Leona posting, um, her selfies with the Serta pro vehicles, you never know what's going to come (laughs) that day, but you know what? It makes me smile and it gives me that energy to keep going and uh, <clears throat> excited for the day and then helping our customers obviously as well too. But there's, it's, it all comes back to wanting to help. And that's what excites me to come to work. Honestly, I don't know what keeps my energy going, <laughs> but it's just me <laughs> for that two-parter question. <laughs> and I, I think love it. I think it's just, I feed off of everyone else's energy. I might drain other people. <laughs> and like suck their energy in but yeah maybe that's what happens (laughs) no I I mean for me at least I I think it inspires and empowers people because I get more energetic like I feed off of energy so I I can't I don't like when you walk into a room of just like hi how are you hi 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 like I can't I can't do normal (laughs) I I need that up like and that and I think it's perfect and uh, to be honest I only drink decaf oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so it's not the caffeine (laughs) I so do you just like okay here's a side topic why do you like the taste of coffee so it gets me going in the morning. So I have my mix of um, a French vanilla and black coffee. And it's a decaf coffee, a decaf coffee. And um, yeah, no, it just, that's, I'm not a tea person. 
so I have to do the I have to do the um, coffee, but I went with the decaf. I've just I've never understood people that choose to drink decaf because to me, drinking coffee is for a purpose, and that's the right. caffeine. I've recently done this change to help, and um, it's helped with my anxiety too. Oh, so I'm like, okay. Mom was like, you need to cut the caffeine back. See if that helps. And you know what? It has. So this might be a personal question, but I'm curious, like for my own anxiety. Oh, I don't even know if I have anxiety, but I get anxious. Um, What are your, is it a symptom or experiences? Like what, what do you experience with anxiety? Is my mindset. And I just can't get it out of my mind. So I kind of go into a panic. Like you're just constantly thinking. Mm-hmm. And like it, it puts me like, I think of worst case scenario. So it just, it throws me and then I get all panicked. That's kind of where, and I've, I've dealt with this for years, years. So caffeine was probably just spiraling that. And now it's adding, keeping you calm. <laughs> adding, adding fuel to the fire. Yes, this is Amanda calm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. That makes complete sense. Because like some people get jittery. Some people get mm. nauseous or sick. Like it, it, it presents itself in different ways. So yeah, mine's all of that mental. And then I'll end up in the, the physical symptoms. Worst case, but yeah. Right. Interesting. Thank you for indulging me. Um, what couple more things, what has been your biggest success so far? It doesn't need to be with TLS, but just overall in your personal journey, what's been, you feel your biggest success. My biggest success I would say is my university career. And I'm saying this because that was the first time I had moved away from home, ended up coming back home because I could not live in a residence. I, anxiety skyrocketed, skyrocketed, um, ended up dropping out of my on course, like on campus classes and doing, um, online. And then I went back for a year and was living off campus doing um in classes and you know it was going well but then uh a situation with a roommate arise that you know led to anxiety again but instead of completely just forgetting university not continue on i went through and did online and got my bachelor's uh, degree in general arts so you know that's a big accomplishment that I'm proud of is you know instead of just giving up you know I took the opportunity to go back um, and complete that degree I love that and I think the biggest lesson there is that you utilize your resources because someone may say like oh I can't go to class therefore I can't do this and yes give up but I, I'm proud of you too, to the oh, fact that you. You, you would push through and you'd find a way to do it that works for you. I think that's perfect. Yep. When there's a will, there's a way. I always like to say that as well too. Of course. 
So what did you, what did you want to do going into university? Um, when I, so coming out of high school, mm-hmm. legally blonde, <laughs> was plain. I want to be a lawyer. Yes. So Amanda, I went, you are not alone. I had the same dream for the exact same reason. Oh, but this took me to political science. I went to that first class and was like, um, no, political science, no, <laughs> this isn't going to happen. I, yeah. I had the same thing where, because I'm obsessed with law and order. So for some reason, I figured law and order based on the American justice system which would definitely like I, I would definitely find enjoyment in the Canadian criminal justice system through criminal justice type classes. Not at all the case. And in order to get to those actually interesting uh, classes, it's like you go through statistics and probability and sociology and all these different things. I'm like, I just want to learn about crime. <laughs> yep. Very I- different path. <laughs> Don't even remember what the political science course was that it was like, if it was like an intro of that, I can't remember the exact name, but I'm like, yep, this isn't going to be happening. (laughs) No, but that's the other cool thing about university too. Like I switched my major seven months in, like you can figure out what works for you and what doesn't and tailor it to what you want to do. Totally. And that's what... Um, you know, I think that time in everyone's life is when they go to school and, you know, becoming an adult um, is the doors are open. So and I, I'm thankful that it was that first class like that. I realized that. Right. Yeah. So that helped as well, too. I do also wish that there was a better I don't really know what the perfect world is because I think that it's a great age to go to university and like 18 to 22 range. But knowing what I know now or who I am now, I am so much more of a curious person. And like, I love to learn and I just want to keep like, I'm, I'm a sponge that this Mm -hmm. is the perfect time for me to go to university because all I want to do is learn everything. But why couldn't that happen seven years ago? They would pay me. I would probably go to school for the rest of my life. Right. But I hate that. Like I could go back to school. Of course, there's programs for that, fortunately. Yep. But they cost a fortune (laughs) and I don't want to pay twice. (laughs) Right now I'm taking some courses uh, through Fanshawe uh, for bilingual. So I'm trying to learn to speak French. Okay, hold on. So you're going to be our real-time coordinator you're gonna be a team lead you're gonna be a moment maker and now we're throwing on bilingual I'm trying it's going to take me some time but I I'm on the last course of this certificate the certificate does not mean I am bilingual it just means I completed the courses so I'm going to need to do a lot more practice and get actually certified (laughs) talk about setting a goal my goodness that's one of them Wow. Très grand, très grand. <laughs> I'm going to stick to impetipa. That's about that's all I bit. got out of me. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I, comment ça va? That's about it. I think yeah. that's, I could like pick out the odd word, but nope, my grade nine French 
is the max. That is the last time I took French as well. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Before this it, certificate. Was it like riding a bike? Did it all come fl- flying back? Oh, I've learned a lot more. But yes, it some of it, yes. Um, but then when you start learning about the different uh, tenses in the past, um, and you need to use this tense for if it was in this certain amount of time frame. Yeah, that is all brand new. I remember being so good at the pronouns. And yes. I can't, forgive me, I cannot remember what the word is called that comes after, but like vous allez, new song, like those little pairings, if this makes sense to you. Are you thinking like of the verb tenses? Possibly, because okay. they, yeah. they're they modified, right? Depending on what pronoun. Yes, and, on the pronoun, yep. So and like thinking, plural, yeah. singular, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to be a genius when it came to those. Like I was, it was like doing like the times tables where you just kind of laid everything out and matched mm-hmm. it yes. up and, and figured all the multipliers, right? I could do that in my sleep with pronouns in French. And it's just gone washed away <laughs> i'm sure it would come back to you but yeah you're thinking of um oh my goodness what is uh um conjugations yes of the verse conjugating yes man i was so good that was my prime i'm going <laughs> downhill from there <laughs> but yeah no that part it came that was like okay i remember this but then when they got into the complicated verb tenses yeah. And it's like the pronouns stay the same, but the endings are completely different. <laughs> Could you hold a conversation now? Not quite. Not quite. Okay, we'll get there. I, I accidentally called Roger's French line the other day when I was trying to get some tech support. And you really uh, aren't a tech person. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it was due to the thunderstorm and my internet went out. So I could not okay. fix it. <laughs> But how did we find the French number? I will want to get an update. So I hit redialed. And for some reason, it went to the French queue. I missed one word. So I was quite proud of myself. Nice work. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue asking you questions as you go through your French journey. Because one, like one thing Rubo was talking to me about was thinking in one language, but speaking in another. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I don't have the brain capacity to understand how that could even work. So I'm going to live vicariously through you. Thanks so much. Okay. I will keep you updated (laughs) and let you know how the journey continues. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So then maybe this is one of them, but what has been your biggest learning opportunity thus far? And in my journey, My biggest learning opportunity. I am going to say, don't let things scare you and don't hold back. I like that. And I think that all comes from my anxiety. Yes, I would agree with you. Yeah. But I think that's, yeah. It's a courage thing in a sense, mm-hmm. because someone who like, for me, at least 
when I'm anxious or when something makes me anxious, I'm very quick to run away. Like I will not step into that. It's, it may not be scary. It may be a perfectly normal thing, but I will absolutely keep where it's safe. You're in your safe zone. And it's that, that moment of stepping out of your comfort zone. Every opportunity could happen. I think it was, it was Noel or maybe Winnie, or maybe I'm just messing this up entirely, but someone had said, um, don't let opportunities pass you by if the, if it's there, Same. take it. Yeah. And it's hard and you've got to live in that moment. You know, it's easier said than done. I did it. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Um, but it's easier said than done sometimes, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. Take yeah. the situations and, you know, do your best and, uh, don't be afraid and don't hold back. I love it. Perfect. Two more questions. Um, if we have a, which you have them all the time, but if we have a new moment maker who's never worked in the customer service industry, um, never really been on this side of the phone, what's your one piece of advice for them to be successful? Not necessarily successful at TLS, but just successful in this kind of a, a role. I know it's been said before. But listen, actively listen. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is remember that even though if it might not be a, a completely positive interaction, but if the customer walks away at the end feeling that they've been heard and the results are, you know, they have a plan in place. I think that's what they're, what is the biggest thing that you can do for someone and, you know, is a big part of customer service is customers are reaching out to us to be heard. And so if we take that time to actively listen and understand, it makes a big difference. And, you know, if it's been said before, it must be true. I think there's some truth to it. That's right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I love that. Because, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's There's some situations where we may not be able to provide the most help, but at the end of the day, number one, people just want to be heard. And if we can do that, we can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Within reason. We can't do anything. We have some limitations. <laughs> and you know what? If you're actively listening and uh, to what the customer's telling, it's amazing what you can learn about them too. And some of the stories you hear about from what's being shared. Yeah. So I've, I've noticed that like so many people can be, maybe it's um, a matter of stepping out of their comfort zone, but so many people don't clue into those little details that people share mm-hmm. where it could be something as quickly as um, I want to paint the living room because I'm having a party because my new niece, like something, something like that. And it's like, Oh, what? Like, when was the niece born? And, and you can go into this whole like joyful time because a baby was just brought into the world. And, and that in itself can make a customer's moment because you listened and you heard this tiny little like three words that were in the middle of a long paragraph. Party for my niece. world of a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Changes the whole conversation. It does. Listen, people, listen. Maybe that's a, that's our new t-shirt in the care boutique. I listen. <laughs> uh, I listened and you were heard. 
Yes. Perfect. Um, my last question, and you know, it's coming. What is one thing you try to do to live in the moment? It comes, <laughs> I think it comes back to the advice that I just gave is, uh, I try my best to actively listen. Um, you know what? I put all distractions aside when I'm on an interaction and just, you know, zone out to what's around me and listen to what's coming through and what the customer's saying. That's, that's what I try to do to live in the moment each day is just, you know, it's kind of a weird to zone out, but is that being focused on the here and the now? You're zoning out to zone in. Yeah. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> there you go. I am like a genius reframer. You totally are. You do it each and every time. <laughs> I can find any, probably not any, I'm now, I think, overselling myself, but I can generally make a negative connotation into a positive. Oh, you totally can. Yes. <laughs> I do my best. Well, thank you so, so, so much. Um, I have kept you past when I was supposed to. I'm sorry. Um, but I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and thank you for making my moment today. This was so much fun. Thanks I'm for having from me. Smiling. Thanks for of having course. me again, Alicia. Of course. And many, many more to come. You're coming Many back. more. Oh, I look as forward you, to it. As if you had a choice. <laughs> Wait for the invite. Perfect. I will talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You as well. And say hi to Indy for me. I will. Okay. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye for now. Now, how's that for a pick-me-up? I think at this point, I'm almost glad Amanda drinks decaf. The woman is caffeine herself. I had so much fun chatting with her. And as you hear us talk about, we have now launched our official TLS store, The Cara Boutique. I'll include the link in the description for everyone to check it out with over 200 products. Yep, you heard that right. You are bound to find something that can show off your caribou style. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, but I'm not a moment maker. <clears throat> Being a moment maker is not a job. It is a choice and it is a lifestyle. Thank you for joining us today. Check out the store. Listen to the rest of our episodes. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And as usual, we'll see you Monday. Sometimes you need someone there for something